Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, it's your girl Cy Brown, and welcome to the Cy Brown Morning Show. I'm so glad you're hanging out with me today. We have a great show, as always, planned for you. Today we're talking with Miss Regina McRae, who is the CEO and entrepreneur of Grandma's Secrets. So I'm so excited to uh, to to have her join us back on the show. She was on the show when we first started, so I can't wait to just share you know, hear her stories of how she's grown over the years and how she's doing big things. She's got this delivery business of cakes and treats. She also offers baking classes, so this is going to be really, really exciting. Just want to let everyone know that the chat room is open. I give a big shout-out to LaVon F. Hi, darling. She's she's looking at the pictures scrolling on the screen. That's the cool thing about doing these types of shows. They're so interactive, and when we programmed the show – we made sure that you can see some of Regina's uh, delicious, delicious treats as she's talking about them on the show and as uh, as we're talking. So <coughs> I'm so sorry. So please uh, purchase one of her yummy cakes. As you can hear, I'm not feeling very well. I, You know, this weather, it's October. You know, the weather's starting to change. It's getting a little cooler, which is a welcome break, but it never Fails. I, I don't know what happens, how it happens, but it starts with a little tickle in your throat, and then it kind of goes into your throat, and then it goes into your ears, and now it's in my chest. So I think I have to go to the doctor this afternoon because I don't want to be sick. I want this to go away. I don't want to be ill. I've got a show to produce every day and people to see and things to do. So send me all your good energy and hugs and love because I don't want to be sick. (laughs) So on that note, let's bring Regina right into this conversation. Regina, are you there? Yes, good morning. Good morning, darling. How are you? I'm okay. You know, it's ironic because I just got um, interviewed for an article in Crane Business, New York. Uh And it was all about um, what happens as a business owner when you get sick. And they yeah. a few people, and I was telling hilarious stories of um, having a stroke and signing myself out against doctor's orders because I had cupcakes yep. due at 11 o'clock that morning. And I'm telling the doctors, you must want me to have a heart attack on top yep. of the stroke. i got to get out of here. i got business to take care of. Exactly. You know, um, so we covered that topic, but we never covered when you're a radio show host. <laughs> and you have a cold or sore throat or you're sneezing, what happens with your radio show? So it's, uh, I, I wish you um, peace, blessings, Thank and health. <laughs> I just know the feeling of, you know, you have things to do and you, yep. you ain't got time to be sick. No, you're absolutely right. And I, I don't want to, you know, spend all the time talking about my ailments, but I remember even this past summer, I um I had gone to Book Expo America and I had this pain in my stomach that wouldn't go away mm. and I was walking around for a week and it was at the Javits Center which is this huge convention yep. center here in New York and finally that Friday I went to the doctor and they admitted me I had to get my appendix taken out oh, and I remember 
Mm. It was crazy because I was walking around for a week in pain, but, you know, we just keep pressing through. And I remember yeah. telling the doctor, like, I can't stay here. I've got things to do this weekend. I, do. <laughs> I had like, pneumonia, well, and I was delivering cakes on the way to the hospital. And girl, you know, I had, you know, every breath you take, it feels like someone's stabbing you with an ice pit. And yep. I was in the wheel of the car delivering my cakes. Um, so you, you're a woman after my own heart. We do what we have to do. It's Those are the things that people don't even see as an entrepreneur. I mean, I know for a fact, and I definitely want to talk about your yummy treats, but I know for a fact that people see entrepreneurs as um, these people that sit and they smoke cigars and they go to networking mm-hmm. parties and they're on a yacht. And I'm like, if you talk to a real, genuine entrepreneur, yes. They are no. sleeping four hours a day, right? <laughs> I mean, sometimes I get more sleep than that. During the holiday season, I'll get about that much because I will literally bake about 20 hours a day. But, um, you know, one of the things I talk about on my show every week, because it is a show geared towards small business owners, is um, how to keep motivated, how to keep it going when you want to throw the towel in, when you want to give up, when you're just so tired. Customers have gotten on your last nerve, your vendors, your suppliers are late, people are late sending in their payments, they play around with your orders. You want to just give up. How do you stay in the trenches? How do you remind yourself of the, the passion that you had that made you create this business, and I, I always liken it to being a mom. You gave birth to your business. Your yep. kids can be bad. You can't give them back. You can't send them back. They're yours. So you better figure out how to make them well behaved. Figure out what it is you need to do in your business so that there's less stress on you, so that it flows. Um, find a new way of dealing with suppliers or cut those suppliers off. Find a new way of promoting your business so you're not dealing with certain level customers anymore. And... Um, same way you would do with your kids. Listen, we need to sit down and talk. You need a timeout. We need to have some family therapy or whatever it takes because that's your passion. Yep. And if you take your passion away, what's left to live for? And so um, there's days I don't have a sore throat, and I truly just don't feel like baking another cake. Yep. Right? Like but if I make another to. cake, I'm quench. And I'm like, what else am I going to do? I can't call in sick. Grandma nope. secrets have sick days. Listen, there's no benefits. <laughs> no, there isn't. And, and that's the thing. That's the thing that I, you know, just even to talk about the entrepreneurship side. You know, I know mm-hmm. you have your show as well. But even when you're starting a business, it's more than just a business plan. It's more than this is my target market. This is how much money I want to make. There are so many sides, and what people don't understand, you know, I know from your perspective as well as mine and others, we may do something really, really well, but it doesn't make doesn't necessarily mean you're good at running a business because oh, you I could be all the time. Side, it's just like, um, <clears throat> you know, and I'm about to digress, go fully off the reservation right now, but no, people do look it, at do me. It. Are you on, are you on speakerphone? Yeah. Are you on speakerphone? Am I fading? 
Yeah, you're fading Hello? a little bit. And okay. I don't want to miss a minute of what you're getting ready to say. Okay. Uh, Mitt Romney was an excellent, let's say, businessman. Because in business, it's about the bottom line. It's not about people. And so the companies he bought, he sold at a profit because he knew how to be cut and dry and get the bottom line. So he made an excellent businessman. That doesn't translate to an excellent president because the president yeah. worries about the people, not the 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 bottom line. Yeah. And so in business, you may be excellent. I make a good pie, but that didn't mean I knew what the heck I was doing when I started out. I'm thinking, yeah. oh, it's so easy. I make a good pie. Everyone in Harlem is going to want a sweet potato pie. Um, so I was an excellent baker, but it's, I've been in business 17 years, and I still am not an excellent businesswoman. I give stuff away. People pay me for a cake, and, and I start making it and decorating it, and I go overboard. Next thing you know, I don't give them a $300 cake for $100. And I like, know. Oh, my God, it's so beautiful. And I said, I was having so much fun making your cake. You don't understand. Um, people might ask, oh, can you sew a little something? And then I don't charge them extra. I mean, I'm not going to add $5 to their bill. Right. And so I don't look at the bottom line. Um, I look at people. My customers mean a lot to me. I just went yesterday and dropped off cupcakes to a client of mine that uh, she broke her arm and she's in a cast. And um, she hasn't ordered from me in three years, but uh, she's in my Facebook, and I was looking at her blog, and I'm like, oh, my God, she broke her arm. And I made some cupcakes and just dropped them off with her doorman. She said, I feel better. I don't feel no pain right now. She had some red velvet cupcakes and some oh, vanilla nice. cupcakes with the milk chocolate frosting. She said, my arm doesn't even hurt anymore. <laughs> and she hasn't ordered for me in years. But it didn't matter because I love right. all of my customers. So I'm not selling cakes. I'm selling customer service. I tell people I'm selling memories. Uh, you know, oh, that's beautiful. Uh, yeah, because you're going to remember that cake, believe me. You, you know, are, so you can go the, to, I'm sorry. And I was just going to say, and even with mm-hmm. that, when you're talking about customer service and really going above and beyond for those who actually pay you, people mm-hmm. don't understand good reviews, bad reviews. I mean, I have people recently, you know, something doesn't go right with social media. People will find out in five seconds or less. What Have you ever oh. had an experience where yes. someone wasn't happy with one of your cakes and then how did you handle it? Um. If I do a thousand cakes a year, you can believe at least one time, maybe twice, a customer might say, "That wasn't exactly what I ordered." And my first reaction is to go, "Sister girl, listen, I'm not Benjamin Moore. I'm growing my secrets. So I'm sorry if your colors didn't match up exactly what you." Th-. And then I calm myself down. I said, "Well, how can we resolve this? Do you want a coupon for 25 percent off your next order or whatever? Because I'm not into giving refunds." Because you could eat it, love it, everyone loves it, and then you tell me you didn't like it. You're not going to C-Town and saying that chicken I bought was terrible. Well, where's the chicken? Well, we ate it. C-Town's not giving you a refund. Red Apple's not giving you a refund. isn't giving you a refund. So I don't do refunds. But I did have a chick that ordered a cake, and she was in a hit. Her and her friends had come to New York for the weekend, and um, she didn't come down out of her hotel, but her cousin came down. I opened the box. She flipped. She said, that cake is beautiful. Wow. Um, They were doing, um, they were all celebrating their 30th birthday. So I had a Chanel bag, a lipstick, high heel, um, and something else on the cake, and um, then about a week later, I see a review on Yelp 
that she ordered a sheet cake, and I bought her a round cake, and the cake was ugly, and I must have been wow. too lazy. And and I, it's like it blew my mind. I'm like, this is a lie. I didn't even know what they were talking about till I saw that she was from D.C., and then I realized it had to be that customer. So I write, I'm like, right. why would you trash a sister's business? I spent 17 years building this business. Why would you try to tear it down? Well, that's just my opinion. I'm like, but you're lying. I gave you wow. what you ordered. You wanted a sheet, whatever. So it turned into almost a Facebook fight because it was back and forth. And she told me I'm being unprofessional. And she said um, I should have called her. It was just, anyway, it stayed on Yelp. Now, Yelp filters reviews. So all the people who wrote me positive reviews, Yelp hid them. And they're, they're, um, they're called oh, filters. Wow. So you can check them out. And so I have three reviews, and one of them is her review. And oh, wow. so I hate Yelp, and they tell me they can't explain to me the process by which they filter. But people say to me, oh, girl, I'm going to leave you a review on Yelp. This cake was phenomenal. Awesome. And then so, you know, in the days of the Internet is forever, my partner admonishes me. Um, you have to conduct business differently. And, and you know what? That's a show I will do in the upcoming year. Awesome. Has the um, social media made you change your business practices? You know, do you have to change your customer service? Um, when I first started out, I would call people, oh, I'm just checking to see how you enjoyed your cake. But that was kind of like begging. Right. <laughs> Excuse me. At this point, I don't do that. Because if you liked it, you'll order again next year. Or you'll right, tell somebody right, right. about it. Or you'll like me on Facebook. Or you'll leave me a review on Yelp. If you didn't like it, then you need to call me and say, oh, uh, you know, that wasn't quite what I expected. And then we work on it. Right. Um, but now it's like, do I need to call every customer? Oh, just call them to check and make sure you, to make sure they don't leave me a bad review. I, I can't do all that and bake. Right. And deliver. Right. And, and, that's what I'm saying. and do that's my radio show, you know. But that's what I'm saying. That's the, that's the side of being an entrepreneur that people yes. really don't get, that it's not about what you do well. It's, a, it's, it's, it's how really, you do it. I mean, even as a speaker, I tell people all the time that, you know, they'll look at me on stage, and I'm like, you know what, being on stage, either hosting an event or delivering a keynote, mm-hmm. that's the easy part in my head. The hard part is all the work that goes on behind mm-hmm. the scenes, the getting the work, facilitating the contract, mm-hmm. making sure I'm there on time. How am I going to get there? What am I going to wear? Is my mm-hmm. hair going to be curly? Is it going to rain? Are my feet going to hurt in these shoes? Mm-hmm. I remember I went, to, um, I went to speak at a church in Baltimore a few years ago. Well, this was years ago, probably in the mid-2000s, 2006, mm-hmm. 2007 just when I wrote um, From Hip Hop to Heaven, and I started speaking, and I got this invitation, and it was for an outdoor block party. So my husband drove me down, and we actually took our two sons at the time, who were mm-hmm. still in high school. So we were like, this is going to be fun. It's for a church. It's an outdoor block party. Sell some books. So they had on jerseys and, you know, jeans, and I wore this really cool outfit. Don't you know, when I got there, all the girls had on skirts. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize that the denomination of that particular mm-hmm. church, the girls didn't wear pants. 
Mm-mm, I know exactly what denomination. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we're not even going into that one. But mm-hmm. the funniest thing was that, luckily, my I didn't have on shorts and then my jeans weren't tight. But the funniest mm-hmm. thing is that some of the skirts, they were long, but had a split all the way up to the crotch. Oh, yeah, that's and okay, I, as long as it's a skirt. And I was like, they could scratch on my head. I would mm-hmm. rather have my daughter with a pair of jeans that are not tight or yeah. a skirt to their knee than have one down to mm-hmm. their ankle with a split up the front. But this is what I'm saying about the research and things that go on behind the scenes before I even touched the stage to deliver an inspiring message. They don't, you know, running My radio show, well, it was an hour. It's now been pushed to an hour and a half because Uh um, I'm getting popular. And I have so many people that want to, thank God, that want to be guests. And because I focus on a different topic each month, it's not like, oh, I can fit them in next month or the month after. They have to fit in that particular month. But anyway, well, this time it's been an hour, but I might put 10 hours a week work into, you know, people email me. Now i got to look. Do they fit? Uh, Let me go to their website. Let me look at their book. Let me whatever. Talk with them. Um, fit them in, then as you know, when you do your promotion on Blog Talk, you only get in 2,000 characters. I yep. now have two guests a day, so I have to write something nice about them that make people want to hear the show and fit <laughs> it in. So I might spend an hour doing that. Then I have to promote the show. Then, yep. you know, someone might call and cancel because they have a speaking engagement. These are, you know, business people, and they're all busy. And now I have to change the dates and see if someone else can switch with them and then do the show and then actually promote it afterwards. You know, it's now available in iTunes and Blueberry. Guys, check out the show. <laughs> and then I'm thanking the guests for having been a great guest. And uh, sometimes people, if they're authors, they will email, send me copies of their books or their promotional material, and I actually take time to read those. Oh, so that's for that awesome. one hour or one and a half hours, I put in a lot of work. People see the polished product. It took a lot of polishing. Right. Remember well, you Knox On? Your grandmother used to clean her silverware. I remember. No, I, it, I it takes a lot of Knox On. Okay. I just want to let. Everybody, know I just put your show in the chat room. So it's Blog Talk Radio forward slash Grandma Secrets, and mm-hmm. it airs. Um, when does your show air? Wednesday nights at eight p.m. And <laughs> excuse me, in your introduction, you were saying, you know, I was on your show back in two thousand eight. I had just Remember? started on Blog Talk, and Remember? I was so excited, and I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> you know, I hadn't found the rhythm yet. And I got discouraged. I gave up at one point. I ended up coming back to it. But it took three years for me to pass the 10,000 mark. That's Three awesome. years of a lot of work. But I got 10,000 um, listens in September. That's awesome. And you know, it's so funny. In September. Being an entrepreneur and being in business and just doing, you know, so many things. I remember when I first started my show in 2008. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what I was doing either, and I listened to some of those shows. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you get better. You you just get better. You okay, know, I got commercials now. <laughs> I have professional voiceovers. Oh, this is nice awesome. Nice music. Um, my is- guests are leaders in their industries, um, you know, best-selling authors, CEOs of, you know, $500, $600 million a year corporations. And for some reason, they want to speak on my show. I love it. They put Promote. The listeners come in, and I get maybe three to four thousand listeners a week, and it just astounds me. I'm like, they really want to hear what I have to say, but we have a good time 
on the show. Let me ask you this. Yeah. How does that impact you as a baker? How does It doesn't at all. <laughs> it's, it's a separate segment of my life, and it just makes me feel good. In fact, September's show was called Profits versus pa- no, Pro- Passion versus Profits, and the focus was on giving back, and I had some dynamic people. One woman um, goes to Rwanda once a year, and all year long she raises funds to take over to victims of the horrible civil war over there. And she's a Caucasian wow. woman. She's raised over $700,000 single-handedly. And she brings back baskets that the women make there and sells them, and Macy's now carries the product line. And so she gave up her job, and her life is dedicated to, to these people over there. Um, I had so many people talk about how important it is to give back Right. And my show is about giving back because when I started, there was no internet, there were no chat rooms, there were no forums, right. there was nowhere I could really turn except to the SBA, and all they wanted to know was, do you need a loan? And so there was no one I can ask questions. There was no one I could listen to to be inspired. There was no self help. And right. if I had a radio show that I could listen to and listen to experts talk about, you know, harnessing the power of the Internet, um, being a, a, a female and a, a wife and a, husband, a mother and making your business work while still being your other, playing in your other roles. I got divorced after 20 years. Wow. My, my ex-husband had a very hard time with me being a businesswoman, and, you know, where was his dinner, and I was in there making pies, but not his chicken. And well, so that's a long, that's a story. <laughs> that's a long story, Sire. <laughs> so I, I, I couldn't, I didn't hold it together. I won't say I couldn't. I didn't hold it together. I'm, I'm going like, to even, even as, you're running your even as your business mm-hmm. is growing because it's grown by leaps and bounds since mm-hmm. we first interviewed you four years mm-hmm. ago, and you know what effect has it had on your relationships and your family and your marriage and your friends? What impact yeah, um, has it really had? I just am glad to be able to give back to the business community and know that people are inspired to, um, you know, work, go to work every day, work at 9 to 5, but come home in the evening and on the weekends and make those bags, make those baskets, um, work on designing other people's websites, do whatever it is you have a passion for. So your 9 to 5 doesn't destroy you because you hate it because it's not what you want to do. That's your paycheck and that's your health benefits your passion you're doing in your spare time. Um, people don't think about doing that. Um, or Take the plunge. Save up your money. Roll over your 401K and start that business you've always dreamed about starting. Small business is the backbone of America. I and totally agree 90% with you. of the, the population is employed by small businesses, meaning businesses with under $10 million in revenues. I'm a small business. I had $10 million in revenues. I would think I was a large business, but the government classifies it as under $10 million. So 10% of the population is employed by the government or by um, big business, Google, Microsoft, IBM, things like that. The other 90% of the population works for small businesses. And so when we support small businesses, we're supporting ourselves because these people in turn 
buy our products. And so some of my guests are small business owners. They have products that I then feature on my show. And as we know, when people go into the archives, those banners are still showing. And so whether you're selling coconut oil or you have a cookbook out, I interviewed the woman that does the, um, it's called the pup. And I can't remember what it stands for, but you see it on late-night commercials. Are you tired of losing your sunglasses and your keys? Right. Well, this bag has ten different compartments and comes in three different colors. It's some kind of personal um, organizer thing. And I, as much as I see that commercial, it just cracks me up that that's who I was interviewing when I actually had to wow. write up a blog. And so... She self-promoted that and sold it to QVC and um, some other places, and eventually somebody backed her, and now she's, she's got a commercial. But she was a small business person. So well, you know, when I, I think, did a – No, what, no, what were you going to say? Continue. Oh, yeah. Well, so when I did, I did a month of CEOs rock, and it was all <laughs> females who were business owners in the top of the you know corporate ladder or whatever who um, you know could let other women know how to handle the stress of – doing it all, um, success at any age was a whole month, and that people who started a business at 16 and people who started at 65 after they got laid off. Um, and so every month is a different inspiration, something you, that may apply to just you, just what you needed to hear. And so I like to think I'm really giving back to the business community. So does it help me make a better pie? No, but it helps me be a better person, and maybe oh, my customer beautiful. service is a little better, and I'm smiling a little more because I look at my blog talk statistics, and I see, you know, 2,000 people listen to me in one day. Who are these people? Where do they come from? Why are they listening to me? And, it, you know, it, it lifts my spirits, and so it enables me maybe to make the cake a little prettier or my smile's a little brighter when I deliver it. So it doesn't have a direct impact, but it does have a direct impact. I love my radio show. Guys, blogtalkradio.com forward slash grandma's secrets, but the name of the show is Business Matters, where your small business matters, and I, oh, love, I love my it. show. I love I it. I'm love so happy myself. that you were able to come on and you, you found time in your in your schedule. I know that's one of the things we yes. talked about when I first interviewed you. I was kind mm-hmm. of uh, tra- traveling. In the hallway at school. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, now it's funny. My children are now, my oldest son's 23 and my younger son's wow. 19. So I have no back-to-school stuff to buy. Those days are wow. over 2008. Yes. We've come a long way. but. I wanted to let you know that I put all of your information in the chat room. I'm so excited that you joined me today and that Thank you thought it's not robbery to share your wisdom and your insight, and this is exactly what the Cyber Morning Show is about. So thank you, darling. Thank you for joining me today, and we'll have you on in another couple of years. (laughs) And and we'll talk about how well my book is doing. Absolutely. Um, It's it's unfortunate because I I republished the book. Uh, I did an edited version, and then the book, um, my publishing company never took the other book down. So I tell people the book is only $9.95 as an e-book, and then they go look for it in the $34.95 version is up there. So anyone who's interested in taking the cake, which began as the ultimate cake guide for the ethnic bride, but so many people were buying it who just loved to bake that I just changed it. Now it's just the ultimate cake book. But uh, they can find it on skipamazon.com. Go to barnesandnoble.com 
or go directly to my website, grandmasecrets.com, and we'll say our book, and you can click on, and we'll take you right to the buying page. Buy it as an e-book, buy it as a gift for somebody else, the ultimate cake. And if you live in New York, I will autograph it for you. My oh, signature that's might awesome. something one of these days. And you definitely have a New York accent, so I know we are from yes. the same neck of the woods. Girl. Yep, Brooklyn, baby, born and raised. <laughs> you have a Thank blessed you. day. Thank you so much for having me once again. You too. Thank you, Regina. We'll talk real soon. Bye-bye. You know what, everybody? This is great when you can have uh, friends who have been down with you since day one. She has, she's definitely a friend to the show. So good to have had Regina on today. And I'm getting ready to nurse myself back to health. Uh, I would love to crawl back under the bed, but you know what? As an entrepreneur, as the things we were just talking about, you can't really do that. You have to get up and keep things moving. So I did the show, and I'll be right here tomorrow, God's will, to bring you another Power Pack show, Cyber Morning Show. Big shout-out to LaVon, who's just hitting me up in the chat room. Thank you so much, darling. She... uh um, I see. I love. I visited her site. I love it all. Her stuff is really good. So for those of you in the New York City area, please check her out. And I will feel better. Thanks for putting that in the chat room. <laughs> Always remember that we shall pass through this world but once. Any good, therefore, that we can do, or any kindness that we can show to any human being, let us do it now. Let us not defer or neglect it, for we shall not pass this way again. I'll see you tomorrow at eleven. <laughs>